And you know that this is not my forte. I'm not. You're doing great. Look, all, look, all we're doing is talking. That's it. Like we do when I come into your office all the I time. I need a cocktail. <laughs> <laughs> is that recorded? Please tell me. Uh, <laughs> I think we'll start the podcast with that. <laughs> How do you get through your day? <laughs> That's awesome. All right, you ready? Hello, this is Deacon Mary, and welcome to our Grace Church podcast. We are so excited to bring to you this conversation. We think that the next few minutes will stretch your thoughts, focus your prayers, and help you to better understand how God is moving among us. At Grace Church, we are living out our ancient faith in modern times. To find out more about what's going on at Grace, visit us at graceocala.org. Good. Well, we are here today with uh, Shirley and Barbara, two of our uh, director and our te- and one of our teachers at our voluntary pre-kindergarten, our VPK here at Grace. They are one of our, in my opinion, one of our most significant outreaches, significant ministries here at Grace. So, ladies, thanks so much for being here with me today. We're delighted. Happy Thank to you. be here. Thank Hello. you so much. Hello. Uh, <laughs> well, as we were already been talking and sort of getting ready, uh, just a, what we're going to be talking about today. Um, it's this little ministry we got over here that has been going on six years, uh, much to all of our surprises. Mm-hmm. Um, Shirley, you were the, the the first person who sort of got involved in this crazy ministry. Do you remember at all when you and I first met or kind of some of those initial conversations? Yes, I remember how tentative I was at accepting a position that I knew nothing about. (laughs) I had just retired from teaching, and uh, I was asked by Julie Sheely to consider it. And when she approached me, I was doing a a year-long sub-position after my year of um, retirement, and it really surprised me that somebody would approach me to give me uh, the opportunity to continue to work with young children, and especially in a position with a church ministry. Uh, I was delighted to see that as another avenue to pursue. Uh, I've told a lot of people this is the best post-retirement gig <laughs> possible, and it really is. Now, how many years Amen. have you taught? Before? I taught 37 years. 37 years, all elementary? Yes. Okay. So you taught for 37 years, and then you and I get together, and I say, hey, let's let's start this uh, voluntary pre-kindergarten thing, and I want you to be the director, and your thoughts were? I need you to hold my hand. <laughs> <laughs> but I told you up front, uh, as long as it was nothing on my response, my shoulders, financial. Right. Uh, I could take care of the, the rest, and uh, it was a lot of studying and coursework over that summer. It was really a cram course, but it was an exciting time for me to do something different, but to still use the gifts I felt like I had. Okay, so um, let's let's stick with this just for one more second. I'll get to you in a second, Barbara. Uh, Shirley, so it's been six years now since you wanted to use those gifts, you wanted to start this thing, you wanted to be a part of this. Has it gone the way you thought? What do you think? More so. Really? It's been better than I dreamed. And you've used the term boutique 
VPK. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I think that has been what has been so delightful, that everything that I've been able to experience has been just fun. Mm. Uh, there hasn't been any stress. Uh, it, it's been a joy to be a, a partner with Grace Episcopal Church, mm. the awesome congregation, the support there. And yes, uh, I really didn't have anything preconceived, okay. you know, because it was something I had never thought of. I had never uh, been in a, a daycare. Right. That's what a lot of people thought yeah. uh, initially that we were doing. Um, I had just worked at a, a school, so I brought what I was familiar with, right. and then we went from there. And you've been a wonderful partner, and uh, you've accepted me, <laughs> my limitations. And Julie Sheely was great. Was yeah, great. So helpful in that first year. Yes. You know, I'll say this. I remember very clearly you talked about your, your trepidation, your apprehension of stepping into this role. Uh-huh. I remember that very clearly. But I also remember having a real sense of, I think you've got this. You just haven't tried it before. And I would say that's for sure what I've seen is you've done so incredible, not just in the administration, but yes, in the administration, because if you mess that up, then we're all in trouble. Like, you know, the state gets really angry at you. But you've done wonderful in there. But more than that, you have done such a marvelous job of really shepherding the staff and making sure that the staff feel cared for and equipped to do the things that we want them to do. Well, that was a God thing. Because Barbara was brought in, and I had known her in the public school setting, but never worked with her in that way. How'd you know her? Um, she had been an intern at Shady Hill, okay. where I was teaching. And then Lee's jumped on board, right, right. then Anissa. So yeah. we had members of the congregation that knew what the church expected, and they were able to guide us that way. Barbara (laughs) brought in her wonderful gifts. So it was like the perfect group of people to begin a program. Isn't that crazy how God did that? Yes. I mean, when I look back six years ago, I think, wow. How did it happen? This would have been a failure. And even that first year, uh, you know, we had, I think, 15 or 16 We had 12. (laughs) (laughs) And you came to us saying, you know, this may... Right. You may have to pull the plug. Right. Yeah, we weren't sure if it was, I mean, at that time it was not economically viable. And I was concerned with were we going to be able to continue with if things stayed small like that. And that's when I went to Lee's and Barbara and said, you guys, would you be willing to offer the Bible buckaroo? That right. was Barbara's term. And that's where we started seeing more children staying for aftercare. Yeah. And that's when I think the blessings really started coming to the program. Because the kids are actually staying specifically for what is, in effect, discipleship. Exactly. It's, it's just child-geared discipleship, right, and Barbara? It involves Ex- parents. Extra discipleship. Yeah, that's because right. Because the that's entire fair. curriculum fair. is full of Jesus. That's it's right. all about him. That's right. And we just put all the academics in there. Well, so, so, so Barbara, you now jumped in here. Thank you. I, I knew it wouldn't be long. Um, I was, you know, waiting uh, so patiently. I remember, so Shirley, we we've hired Shirley, and uh, we were starting to put together our staff team, and she came to me, and she said, oh, look, I, this is this is lady uh, Barbara, terrific, terrific teacher. We, we really want her. I want to hire her. Uh, we need to get her. 
And then, so you and I met for the first time. Do you remember that meeting? Well, okay. I do, but okay. can I go back just a bit? Sure, sure. Okay. So I always had a love of children right? Uh, my entire life. I always wanted like 10, all that. Well, not everybody knows I'm an adoptive mother. So long ago, the Lord told me that I would be the mother of many children. Little did I know that he would bless me being the mother, the grandmother of many children. <laughs> so Sarah. I had also retired. And... I don't believe in rock and chair retirements. So I was talking to him, what do you want me to do next, Lord? So I was waiting. I was waiting for him to give me that answer because I believe that uh, I am here to serve him. And he had a purpose for me. So I get a phone call and it's Shirley. Hey, Barbara, remember me? It was great. <laughs> I was thinking, you know, I'm going to start this program over at Grace Episcopal. I was wondering, would you like to be a teacher? And I went, uh-huh, because <laughs> I knew that was God. So that's how I started in the program. Okay. So then you come in and we start talking about, do you remember that interview that you and I had? Um, I remember some of it. (laughs) (laughs) What what do you remember? I'm so Um, curious. uh, Well, just that it was great. I really liked you. Mm. I had a good feeling that I knew this is where I was supposed to be. I remember, I was just telling Josh this before we started, I remember when we were interviewing we were maybe five or six minutes into the interview, and you had completely taken over the interview. <laughs> I was actually supposed to be the one asking you questions, and I had ceased to be able to ask any questions. You were I do remember that. You were completely in charge, and I had to ask you to give me a second, because yeah, yeah. I actually had some things I had to ask you about by law that we had to talk about. Yeah. And you're like, oh, whatever, that's fine. Yeah. Do what you got to do, but yeah. I want to be here. And I was like, all right. Yes. I just remember I thinking, I remember thinking to myself, I don't remember interviews be like this before like this is really different because yeah. i was totally in the hot seat well, the when whole i start time. talking about uh children yeah. and the lord yeah. look out i know because i just can't help that excitement is is full deep in me and Shirley mentioned the word gifts you know we're all given gifts and what is a gift it's something you give away so i i totally believe that the gifts he gives us are to be given away so one of my gifts is teaching not directoring. <laughs> That's on you. That's right. It's on Shirley. I it's, love it. it's teaching and encouraging is another one. And I think they go hand in hand. Yeah. And not just for the children, but for the parents. Because I do a lot of parent teaching as well. Well, okay, wait, that, that's a really important topic. I want to get to that. Let's put that on pause, though, because okay. I, I want to talk about how the VPK isn't just a ministry to the children, but it's really a ministry to the families. Yes. I mean, we've seen that a lot in the last six years, and yes. we have lots of great stories mm-hmm. there, and I hope they come out. But let's... Before we get there, let's talk about uh, one more question for you specifically, Barbara. Mm-hmm. Um, as you have felt this call and this passion for kids, specifically now here at the uh, Grace VPK, what 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 have you seen over the last six years? What's what sort of what if what if anything stands out to you about the last six years of the ministry here? Whoa! You want me to name one thing? And you can, <laughs> or, or a couple things. Like um, what? I mean, now that you've been here, you've seen a lot of breadth and depth. We've seen yes. several classes come through, yes. um, kids in different places with different families, mm-hmm. some completely healthy and just thriving and others in really bad situations. We've had a couple of kids lose parents. Yes. Um, we are wh- a family. Right. Okay. So we've so, seen yeah, birth, death, right. divorce, yeah. um, horrible accidents yeah. and tragedies oh, happen. So true. And all of these, uh, can I say even... People without a home, yeah, you know. Yeah. We've experienced um, all the demographics. Mm-hmm. Um, it has given us an opportunity to pray for all these people because I'm a prayer warrior. 
And I want to teach these children to be prayer warriors. Mm. I want them to know who to go to, which is Jesus, for everything. And in the teaching, everything is from him. Everything we have, all the blessings, and even all the trials and all these things that happen in a family are to make us more like him. And how to handle those situations. And even four-year-olds respond to that. You know, so um, the one thing that maybe has stood out is how wonderful the families are when you embrace a whole family and not just the child. Because after all, we have their most precious thing in the world. Mm -hmm. So we try to treat their children like we would treat our own. And I take that very personal and very serious. It is a personal thing. Somebody used to say, don't get personal. How can you not, exactly. how can you not get personal when you're dealing with, A, a child, and the parents and the family? We're all children of God, and we're all different. And I love for the kids, the children, to see um, the differences in this world mm. and to have the opportunity to pray for someone that doesn't have shoes like theirs yeah. or daddy gets hurt but you know what it's yes it's okay to be sad jesus gave us all those emotions but we can pray for that daddy you know um even well, i remember what was it like three years ago um the little girl whose father died yes uh and i remember i came in for chapel i want to say it was like the day after he had died mm-hmm. maybe it was that week i don't remember but it was Really tragic and so painful. And you asked if she could sit in my lap Mm -hmm. while we did chapel. And I just had this profound sense of this is why we exist. We exist because though she will never have her biological father again, Mm -hmm. we can be that family. I can be a surrogate dad in this moment. And this family that we've created here at this VPK can be a family. Yes, only for this year. But that's enough. That's something. That matters. That's valuable. It, a moment matters. A touch matters. Um, I was thankful the child was in class. Yeah. And that, I feel, was because of the relationship that had been developed That's with the right. family, that they could trust me, us, all of us, to minister and nurture their child in the most painful of times. Um, I don't know exactly where I get all of that. God gives it to me when it's needed. I don't sit and plan, oh, what am I going to say to a child that just lost their dad? I just know that that is one of the things that God gives me, what to say and how to handle that. And One thing I I saw with Barbara this past year, we had a parent who was struggling with some issues, and she, you know, family, death, and she had come in very upset that morning, and I looked, she went straight to Barbara And Barbara didn't do what many of us do and say, I will pray for you. Barbara prayed with her, over her, right there in the classroom. And that made me know (laughs) what a valuable person she was to have in that school this whole time that we've been there. But right there at that instant, that that parent knew who was going to comfort her. And I, I, I think well, that was beautiful. Thank you. And it's all him. And knew that we were a family. I mean, I think right. that's the, when yeah. you use that word, it gets thrown around very freely, sometimes too freely. Oh, like we're all you know part of this family. And I would love for that to be true. But I think it's very fair to say that at the VPK, you two have really fostered that environment with the children, but also with their parents mm-hmm. or whatever adult yes. <laughs> seems to show yeah. up that day. Because the truth is it's not always parents who show up. Uh, right. to bring their kids. Sometimes it's grandparents. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's 
a, a boyfriend, mm-hmm. a girlfriend, and we think, okay, something's going on here that's going to be mm-hmm. hard for this little one. And how are they processing it? Well, and, you know, body language, kids respond, kids see that more than they see your words. So I am very aware of that. And, you know, no offense. I mean, we all, we all have done it where we pray for me. Okay, I will. Then you get busy and you don't. So that's why I'm kind of funny about that. I will immediately, if somebody asks me, I will do that. And I'll do that with kids. Oh, sure. You know, we'll have, well, and we pray all the time. And that I'm very proud of. Um, this last year especially, oh, because I know some adults that can't do this. I was so proud. At the end of the year, now, when they first come in, they're a little too young. But and it also depends on the children and the group. This group, I actually, we were able to say, okay, now, Jesus, everybody in this room is going to say the name of somebody that they're thinking about. And throughout the year, I've taught them, they'll say, I don't know what to say. There's nothing to pray about. Oh, yes. Of course there is. You can say, I love you, Jesus. You can say, thank you, Jesus. You know, and I, and I teach them all the things that we can say to Jesus when we can't right, think of anything to right, say. Right. And, of course, I teach them my favorite prayer. Yes, we do the Lord's Prayer. We do. We plant seeds from the Bible up one side and down the other, you know, and we love well, that. Well, even the, uh, the alphabet, when they do the alphabet with oh, the verse, yes, per, yes. the scripture verse per but, letter of the you know, alphabet And it's the also the language. Like, um, I have some purple flowers that bloom right outside my window, and they bloom at certain times, and I'll, op- I'll pull the blinds up. And the children love that when they can see them. And I'll say, instead of, oh, isn't, and I'm, it's just natural, okay? It's Jesus. I'm giving him the glory. But I'll say, doesn't God paint well? Isn't that a beautiful flower that he made us? See, those little comments are always and through everything. Um, it, it happens all the time. Yeah. Didn't God give us, did anybody see that big round thing in the sky this morning? Wasn't that a pretty thing? Does anybody know what that's called? You know, there's the science. (laughs) But I want them to know how much he does everything. So my favorite prayer. You ready? Would you like to learn it? Yes, Okay. Mm -hmm. So let's all just have a moment and we'll pray. (laughs) My favorite prayer. Are you ready? I'm ready. Help. Amen. That is my favorite prayer. Because as I tell the children... He knows what you need. He wants you to say it. He wants you. Sometimes, like losing a daddy, we can't say it. But we can say, help. He knows you need help. You need to feel better. You need to know that the daddy's in heaven. And that's what we talk about a lot when uh, children lose a dog. Right, right. (laughs) A grandma, grandpa. Um, We've had a lot of that. It's, It's what happens. And... So we have had a lot of heaven discussions and how they're with him, and um, they can relate to that. We keep it simple because they're only four and five. You don't need to go into this big thing. Um, But uh, that favorite prayer works. It has worked for me in my adult life. Sure. Let me go back to you for a second. Uh, Having been at this a little while now, at least in terms of our VPK, I mean, you're a lifelong educator. Have you run into any of uh, the kids that we've had experience with over the last six years, particularly the older ones, two, three, four years older? I know we have an alumni weekend where they come back. Have you run into any of them and thought, oh, we influenced that or we were a part of that or God used us in that child's life? Have you seen any of that? I've run into several who've come to a vacation Bible school. Okay. And they've talked about their experiences here. What do they say? 
how wonderful it was to be able to talk about Jesus. And their parents would share that they learned more about the Bible because a lot of our parents are unchurched. Mm. And the child is bringing home a lot of the heart knowledge mm-hmm. that they're gaining. Uh, I've seen the children, uh, sometimes Lee's and I've talked about this, we'll see them in a store like at Publix, and they'll be with their family, and they'll look at us, and they won't greet us. <laughs> it's because we're not where we live. Mm. We live in right. the lively house. Yes. And it's like, you're not supposed to be shopping or somewhere <laughs> other than you're being always at working. the school. Right. right. Yeah. But when I've seen them in a, a school setting where it would be like vacation Bible school, uh, they're very open and receptive and uh I've noticed some of our children that we've had the siblings, they don't want a new T-shirt. They want to take the older oh, sibling's wow. T-shirt, their red That's lamb, so Grace Episcopal VPK Which is probably t-shirt. ratty and smelly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they want it. Yeah, that because they were the so, they, were, they really envied that probably. Yes. I'll say for me that there have been times when I've been out to eat with my family or my wife, and Marissa will say, I think that kid over there went to the VPK. And I'm like, why? And they're like, they keep looking at you. Uh, and I'm like, oh, gosh, who is that? I look over my shoulder and I'll, I don't even know they're there, but they keep, you know, sort of looking around at me, wanting to wave at me, like, right. hi, how are you doing? So it's been really fun to see that. Have you seen any of that, Barbara? Anything that you've seen yes, the kids out? Yes, yes. Just this summer, I was, um, where was I? Oh, man, out to eat or something. And a couple of parents and the and the kid, I can't, and don't ask me who they were. Sorry, I can't remember right, right, right now. Sure, sure. But a couple of uh, parents and the children, and it was like, I felt like I was a movie star. You know? Absolutely. <laughs> Running across the um, restaurant, Ivy House. Oh, Miss Moore, you know. Oh, and, and there was a, uh, they had a, a person that didn't know who I was. And, well, this is the best teacher, the best school in the whole of Ocala, nice. which, of course, you know, my head has shrunken from then. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> you know? you know? But it felt good. And um, I've had parents come back um, the following year because it's an adjustment to go into um, a different kind of school environment and situation. So a few of them have come back just for a little loving and it'll be okay. um, You know, you're going to, because, you know, we do a chant. You're the best. You can do it. Jesus loves you. So they just need that little... But it's a shock. <laughs> it is a shock. Shirley, have, say a little bit, if you could, about how important it is for the, the care of the parents as well as it is for the children. How do we affect or influence the parents? Obviously, sending that heart knowledge home, if you just said, mm-hmm. with, the ch- with the children. What do you think? I, I know directly our attention is on the child. Right. But indirectly, of course, it's on the parents. How has the director, has that shaped or influenced you? What, what do you think about that? Well, initially, the parent is the one that I have That's most right. contact with. Uh, and then it seems like uh, a lot of the interaction with the parent and the school gets passed on to the teacher because they see that parent every single day. But I still have parents who will come into the office and they share those moments when uh, financially they're struggling Mm. or if there is a a situation that's going on at home 
with parents or with the child. Uh, I have a lot of phone conversations when a child is ill and we talk about how the child will be remembered in the morning prayers. And uh, I I find that the parents, uh, because of my age, you know, come to me as a parent rather than um, someone on, you know, their peer group. Uh, so I feel like a lot of so that... So they want your wisdom. They, like, how they, do I handle this? Right. What do I do about this? You know, whether it's behavior problems that they're having with their child. What because, a beautiful responsibility, you know, though. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is. What a cool thing to be asked and to be honored with that question. Because mm-hmm. they could ask mm-hmm. anybody. And most likely they're going to ask Google. Uh, that's mostly where folks are going to get their stuff from and so instead of that they're turning to you and saying hey help me do this better with my child what what does that do to you how do you handle that at night when you go home do you ever second guess yourself like oh i should have have said this or done that and a lot of times then i do follow up when i've thought of something that i should have said or something i should have done and uh I had shared with you about the homeless family that I really felt convicted. uh, My first reaction to having that family join us, it seemed like it was going to be quite a burden, uh, but it... Disruptive to the school. Yes. Right. uh, Because we were having to supply a lot of needs uh, for that child, not just material, But uh, all kinds of support that the child wasn't getting. And we found that we weren't just a family. We were a community. Uh, A lot of our parents (laughs) stepped in and did a lot that they wanted to just be anonymous in doing. Certain things just showed up. So the parents themselves of other children became ministers to this one particular family in their time of need. What does that say to you about what what God's what Christ is doing at, at the VPK? What did that say to you? He's shining through, you know, in everything that happens. It he's just using us to be the ones to provide the opportunity um, to mm-hmm. tell yes. and, and let Him come in. Um, Go ahead. <laughs> She's Barbara, Barbara's dying at the here. Bit. Right, I'm sorry. Ahead, well, when you were saying it, we were waving our hands. We are the hands and feet. Yes. And it was an opportunity. Uh, nothing happens by chance. He, I feel every child that's given to us is a gift and is a divine appointment. And that includes their families. Right. And it's our chance. Okay, we can talk a good talk, but can we walk it? Right. Can we be Jesus that that child the only one that child and maybe the mom and dad will ever see. But even for these parents who were jumping in here, it yes. wasn't like we were telling no, no, the no. parents, it was beautiful. hey, this child over here is homeless no. and they need X, yeah. Y, or Z thing. We didn't do any Mm-mm. of that, if I remember the story correctly. Yeah. The other was... parents simply recognized this yes. child is without. We can do something about that. Oh. And they just did it. We had a parent provide this child's snack the entire year. Right. A separate lunchbox right. on her own. And, you know, you could see the difference, you know. Um, so they just knew. It was beautiful. There was a beautiful story that uh, Barbara shared, or maybe it was the parent. Uh, one little girl that was in the same class with this child um, came home and asked her mother, could she have her hair cut off? 
so that she would make the other little girl not feel so different. Wow. Yes. So here was a, mm. a four-year-old mm-hmm. already with this empathy, empathy right. for mm-hmm. right. another child. Right. Uh, it really touched all of us. And you know, I, and I'm not tooting our horns, but this is what we do. We teach right. our right. children how to show that, mm-hmm. that it isn't just a bunch of words. When he says love one another, because the first thing I teach them is that love is an action word. So what are you going to do? How do you do that? How do you love one another? And we generate a list. And this is one way. When somebody needs something, you give it to them. So what do you think happens to these kids? I mean, I know it's hard, but how do we fast forward 20 years to the little girl who said, I want to cut off my hair to have Mm -hmm. a sense of empathy with this other little girl who has a difficult situation can you even imagine 20 years, they're both 25 now. What's going on with both of them? What would you want to see in them because of what you put in when they're four and five? The one that uh, already has the heart for others, I think she will just continue mm-hmm. to always look for some way that she can help others. She will be someone's best friend always. The one that uh, was homeless and needed the love and the friendship, I think she may not remember how it began, but she ends up having more confidence and has the ability to look at others as someone who will be a friend and love her for who she is rather than always feeling like she didn't fit in. Uh, I never heard that child say, uh, my dress doesn't look like somebody else's. And none of the other kids ever put her down. She felt like she was in a safe place. Mm. So I think that little kernel of Mm -hmm. acceptance will help her become a better productive person hopefully to get out of the cycle that we've discussed that the home this family has um, started. You know, it it may be very difficult, but I think that the parents probably never had that feeling of love and acceptance. And the mother did express the reason she wanted her child to come to our school because the first time she approached us, we had no openings. Right. She said she wanted her child to be in a school that taught her child about Jesus Mm. and Jesus' love. So here God lined it all up. Uh You know, the timing worked out that we did have an opening at the second time that she approached us and that we had the children that we had and and the wonderful teachers. Something did happen. Okay, I just thought of it when you were talking, Shirley. Um... The little girl actually, of course, had nothing, but she wrapped up a little, um, I forget what it was, some little pencil or something to give to another. So I felt like she had learned what it felt like to receive, and she wanted Mm -hmm. to give. And the mom, even though they had nothing, on Teacher Appreciation Week, went to Dollar General, and we each got a... Um, a little candy. bar of candy, wow. and she was determined that we got something to say thank right. you. So it was a little thing, but she had seen it in action, you know, 
Yeah. And um, the child as well. I love that. And I think because of how small we are. Uh, well, how many kids do we have? We have 32. Right. And that's two more than we initially <laughs> said we were going to that's accept. Right, that's um, and the <laughs> teachers were wonderful. And they said, yes, go ahead and add those two more. But that's the limit that's because max. of uh, the restraint on right. numbers size, of students right. uh, and the uh, capacity of the building. But I don't think that in a larger setting that we would be able to have that same kind of compassion and empathy and love for one another. The children don't have just one teacher. They go between both classes. And that's team teaching, but uh, it's like team teaching on steroids. I was you know? just going to say. <laughs> it's very different than what you would see in most settings. Uh, and that little building has mm. a lot to do with it. Oh, the physical so building mm. itself uh, generates a family feel. And mm-hmm. I've told a lot of the parents that it's like the kids are going to grandma's house, you yes, know, <laughs> because yes. of Barbara and my age, exactly. you know. <laughs> I love being a grandma. That's true. <laughs> to all these kids. Plus. Yes, I love it. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, you're right. There's so many positives there. What would you say is the uh, the, the challenge that we've, we've bumped up against? Would you see anything that you think, wow, if only we could fill in the blank? I, I think we've dreamed big and everything has come. Okay. Uh, you know, when I put up that little billboard, like <laughs> that, that poster board with the lamb request, uh, the congregation has just been awesome. I feel like they are feeling invested in the program <laughs> when they take a little lamb and supply a need uh, and... I've we come have to more you. than we need. Yes. We have everything we need. When I've come to you, like with the fence, you know, I really think we need to do <laughs> something. It's well. always happened. And uh, I know that it takes gifts from the congregation to supply these needs. And I'm going to interrupt the director. I have to because this director, first of all, allows me to teach out of the box, which yeah. I appreciate. Yeah. But <laughs> Never I'll, been a lid on your box, Barbara. <laughs> I'll, say, I'll say like, um, gosh, you know, I found this new little game. It'd be so cool to have for the kids. Next, two weeks later, Christmas comes. <laughs> well, like with and the I get snow, a little game, too. Yes, yes. The yes. what? We, snow. It snows at Grace every oh, year. Oh, that's right. You know, but I have to say. And the oobleck. And- you know, Shirley <laughs> does a really good job at giving us what we, not just what we need, but what we might want and be wishing for. And that is through the church, of course. But it's nice. It's all together. It's all sure. together. I mean, I think that's what is so beautiful about this ministry to me is that, um, it works for you guys. It works for the kids. It works for the church. It works for their parents. The reach seems to be so much more than I ever thought it would be, frankly. Uh, I think we had this idea of, because when we started, VPKs had just started. Exactly. So we didn't even really know what a VPK was. We mm-hmm. thought we knew, and they had some standards, and they were kind of weird standards. And we're like, well, we, we'll do that. But then we decided, we'll also do what we want to do. We'll have some other things we want to do. And we started doing <laughs> those things, and... I. 
as we've done that, as the inspectors or I don't know what they call them. We call them our licensing counselor. Yeah. When they show up, they're like, wow, you guys are really doing it well. You're doing it right. And I don't think they're saying that just to blow well, smoke in our faces. Well, one sent her son right, to us. One of us. Yes. <laughs> right. She had her choice. She had seen all of them, and she said, this is the place <laughs> exactly. I want to put my kid. And I think that speaks volumes of the leadership that you've brought, the care that you've brought, the, the way in which uh, – you guys and your whole staff team think about Jesus first in yes. this place with these kids, with their parents, and that just sort of permeates everything else that happens there. And can I yes, interject of course. again? Please, Barbara. <laughs> well, someone might be wondering about those standards that you mentioned. Yeah. And I'm really funny about making sure that we hit all of the required Sunshine State standards, right. whatever, the early childhood standards. In fact, we go over the top. We end up teaching reading and higher level math, and we get all the standards done, then some. I'm actually using kindergarten first grade materials really from day one. The science we do the first week is from my first grade stash. So, but anybody that wonders, we, we do get all the standards in, but to us, to me, maybe I shouldn't speak for all of us, but for me, the weight of the head is through the heart, and the spirit is so fragile at this age. We can make or break a child, and I want to make them, not break them. Yeah. So I want to build up that spirit and nurture it and help them realize uh, how special and unique God made them. Our first lesson that we start is we are wonderfully made by God. And I talk that way all year. Uh, the one that made you, we're going to pray to the one that made you. We often start prayer that way. You know, so that they are embedded with it. So I feel they do very well academically Mm. because their spirits are right. Right. You know, it's just like an adult. If you're all down about trouble and stuff that's happened, you can't really focus. Well, neither can a child. They just can't verbalize. Well, I had a fight, you know, and I can't do this today. They're going to come in and act out. So it's my job, my challenge to find uh, what, how I can help that child get it together, and come back, you know, and know that this is the day the Lord has made, and we're going to rejoice in it and awesome. be happy. Awesome. And so that's what we do, that that we build that spirit. <clears throat> I have a story I could share. Okay. Um, I get out a box the first week, and inside it there is a mirror. So we go around the room, and I tell all of them they're all gifted. And I did this in public school as well. You, they're all gifted. Every child is gifted. And they are special. But in this box is the most important person in the world. The most important person. And, of course, they go, that little? (laughs) It's in this little shoe box. And I love this. But I want to share what happened many years ago. So I pass it around, and they look inside, and there's a mirror. Now, they can't tell anybody what they see. And they'll look down, and they'll see themselves. But this one year, it was burned into my heart. That's why I do it every year. I've done it for like 25 years, the first week. Okay, this little girl looks down, looks up at me, and I know people can't see me, but she's like, "Uh, me? And it just broke my heart. I literally cried. Had no one told her that she was the most important person in the world to them and to Jesus? And so at that moment, I said, this is going to happen every class, and I do it. And they still, I'll never forget that child. And I said, yes, honey, you. He made you the most wonderful person in the world. 
to him and to the family he gave you because God makes families. That's the adoptive mom talking. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is the the, the beauty of, of the work that God has given us to do, uh, uh, given us to be a part of. We, we need to wrap this up, but I would love to hear from you just sort of one thing that when you, I think I kind of already know, but I'd love to hear it if you could even sum it up. What makes you want to get out of bed and come and do this? I, I know at the end of every school year, I'm married to a teacher. Uh, everyone's exhausted by the end yes. of the school year. Like, oh my gosh! And every year, I, I think every teacher thinks I'm quitting. I'm not going to do this again. I'm tired of wiping noses or giving whatever grades. You know, it just it's, it's it's tiresome. But then summer happens and you get rejuvenated. You come back. Why? Why do you come back? What what what's in it for you? Speaking for myself, yeah. Yeah. Sure uh, first, it, it is a beautiful challenge to make each year better than the year before, uh, to make it easier for the staff and for the children. Uh, I understand it's a transition. A lot of our children have been with a stay-at-home mom, so they have had no real experience being with other children. So to me, there's a huge joy in watching little babies when they come in, some hiding under desks, some <laughs> not talking for the first week, uh, and standing off to the side and watching them slowly see that they are someone that can make choices and make good choices <laughs> and become a friend and follow directions and listen and join in and find joy in being with other adults and other children, not just with mom. Uh, and to me, that's a lot of excitement. And this coming year, I'm going to see the joy through my granddaughter's eyes. Wow. She's going to be uh, one of our little lambs. So Barbara you know and I... know it's going to be complicated. I, I know it is. <laughs> That's going to be so complicated. Because when she's tired and she gets grumpy, <laughs> she's going to come to you. I have to take her home every day. <laughs> so you know, there's going to be a little bit of Oh, I'm looking forward to walking it. There. She's That's such a little awesome. pistol. And I love little pistols. <laughs> she is. All right, all right Barbara, what about for, you? What, well, what keeps me, you getting after this? Well, God has given me such a deep passion uh, when we walk out the door every day, we're in the mission field. Right. And he has given me such a deep passion for children. And I want to tell all of them. I once was told by a counselor that I could not adopt all the children of the world, <laughs> that I had to stick with what I could get and just save that part of the world. Well, I guess I'm trying to just adopt all these children and let them know how special and wonderful they are so that nobody ever looks in a mirror and says, Me? I want them to look in the mirror and say, yes, me, I'm a child of the king, and I'm loved by him and by this crazy teacher. (laughs) You love well. You love well. One of my favorite pastors uh, has a phrase where he says, do for the one that which you wish you could do for the many. We can't do everything for everyone. But if you've got somebody in front of you, do what you can for that one. And I love that you two, along with uh, Lise Kent and uh, the other staff that are part of it, I think you guys embody that philosophy. You take the 32 ones in front of you and say, we're going to do what we can for them, knowing that I wish I could do it for all the kids in the world, but I can't. But it doesn't matter. These 32 are here today, and I'm going to pour my lives into them. 
And I think we've seen incredible results of that because uh, you're changing lives. And, and their families, you Absolutely. Know? No, I'm, and, but I, you can't yeah, ignore that. You change a kid's life, you're going to change yes. their family's life. It's, it's the same thing, in my opinion. That's what I've I seen know. over and over yes. again. And they love to hear about us. Yeah. One more little thing. I know you're trying to close. <laughs> okay. We had a little, little tiny four-year-old uh, prayer warrior. My brother is very ill, and he only had four weeks, but he's been with us now for about six months. And this, so in my prayer, when, when I'm teaching them how to pray, and I mentioned my brother Dwayne, and this little guy, his mom came to me the next day and said, every night he prays for him by name. Mm, well, I yeah. want that. And I told my That's brother, beautiful. you've got 32 buckaroos, a.k.a. Nice. lambs, yeah. <laughs> um, praying for you. Yeah. And, I, and I took a picture, and he just it made him smile. So. That's beautiful. So by us sharing ourselves That's with right. our families, letting them know what's going on a little bit in our lives, they are then willing to open up theirs to us, and we can pray more for them That's and help awesome. them. It's so. what a privilege. Shirley, if uh, folks want to know more about the VPK and what's going on there, what should they do? They can go to our website and at gracevpk.com, uh, and that just gives the program in a nutshell. Okay. It's part of the Grace Church's website. Um, they are always welcome to drop by even if they don't have a child, you know, that they're <laughs> wanting to enroll, but they just want to see our wonderful facility. The ministry in action. After uh, August 15th, they can come by. Uh, the teachers are wonderful. They don't let it interrupt their programs, but they are very welcoming. And my office is always mm. open and available when I'm there. Uh, and the church has all, a lot of information. Yeah. So... I, I think that our VPK is special in that it does an outstanding job of meeting the academic growth for the child, but it excels in meeting the child's spiritual needs, too. And you don't find that in that most of the VPK you know, programs. You have to pick one or the other. Right. Ladies, thank you for all that you do. It is really a gift. It's been a joy to watch over the last six years. We thank uh, you. Well, thank you. It's, uh, I do nothing. I show up once a week and, yeah, <laughs> and pretend I'm, I'm, to, to be a part of your magic. For a church that uh, sees the vision of God yeah, yeah, well, to, to start this. This is amazing. It's been so fun amazing to see it develop body. and evolve into this really top-rated academically, and I would even make the judgment top-rated spiritual um, place of I learning. Agree. So thank you for your time, and I hope folks check in with you. I hope they look at your website. I hope I they email you. Come, come on, by. it's open house. Come right, on come in. and look at stuff because yeah. it's just it's such a powerful ministry, and uh, so grateful for both of you. We thank you absolutely. We're so glad you've been part of our conversation today. We hope that you will take what you've heard and share what you've learned. If you'd like to learn more about our church community. Find us on Facebook, on Instagram, or online at graceocala.org. Go in peace.